Abby. And I'm Georgie. Coming to you with chats about all aspects of design, creativity and its influence on life. Can I get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop. This is Creative Clinks. Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Clinks. Today we have the absolute pleasure of speaking to Eileen Abbott, who is the owner of Shameless Selfie Studio in Newcastle. Hi Eileen, thank you for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. This is very exciting that we have two Novocastrians on the podcast at the same time, which is very unusual. This is, yeah, this is the first time we've done, we've interviewed another Newcastle girl. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm so here for it. <laughs> finding, finding some local treasures. <laughs> I didn't even know you were from Newcastle. Yes. Yes. Nearly three years. It's gone by so quickly. Exactly the same as me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I lived uh, oh, in the same crazy. time frame. Mm. So, Eileen, we're here to talk about your amazing business um, that you have set up in Newcastle and then obviously talk about your backstory as to how you started as a photographer, I believe, and where that's brought you to where you currently are in Newcastle. So, you own an incredible space, which basically, I guess if we talk about it in a nutshell is a space where everyone can go and just take incredible photos that we all dream of taking and then posting on social media. Was that probably like, that's a pretty lame way, I think, of me to describe it. But how did you come up with this, I guess, this idea to create a space where people can go in and have their own selfie photo shoots? Yeah, so it wasn't actually my idea. There's already something similar out there. (laughs) I'd love to claim it as my idea, but... (laughs) Um, It's called a selfie museum. Wow. It's kind of a trend in America at the moment. And it's based on a couple of booths, like 10 to 15 booths, where you can come in and they're equipped with a selfie ring and have like a funky backdrop and you can take your own selfies, basically. So like an interactive museum where you can go in and actually take photos, not get kicked out if you do take photos. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Yeah, I was just um, on, on the internet, I don't know, Instagram or somewhere, and I saw the Museum of Ice Cream. I don't know if you heard of it. Yes, I'm obsessed. Yes. Yes, where is that? Is that New York? Yeah, they're like all over the world. Yes. There's some in London, in New York, and they're like massive, like next level. They they have like an ice cream shop where you can buy ice cream and then the whole museum is themed by ice cream. And I thought it was kind of a cool idea and, and I just took it from there. And I mean, that's kind of what I always do in, in a creative process. I kind of look at other stuff and then like, you know, you don't need to reinvent the wheel, change it up a bit. <laughs> wow. So how many current installations do you have in your studio? Um, so with the backdrops where there's just a backdrop on the wall and we have like actual booths so all together, it's 20. What I said before, like giving it your own kind of taste is um, I created an event room in the middle of the room. So there's like a decorated party room where you can come in with your friends and have drinks and food and party, karaoke, and then also enjoy taking selfies. Karaoke. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and I believe I'm the only one in Australia, actually, that has a, an event room. How many 
many other places are there in Australia like this? I, to be honest, I don't know of any that are around me or in Queensland or anything like that. So are there very many? Yeah, like that's the first thing I actually did. I uh, sourced out the competition. <laughs> so I went to all of them and checked them out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But I love that. It's like undercover. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see what the others are up to, right? Yeah, 100%. So then what did you discover from going to your competition that you thought, okay, this is working really well and then I can do this so much better? Yeah, there's actually a lot that I, that I took from that. Uh, maybe I don't mention the, the exact location, but I went to, um, there's a couple in, in Sydney and then one in Canberra and one in Perth. Some of them have really bad lighting. So they, they don't have a ring light. They have like a stand only where you can put your phone in. And they have these overhead lights, kind of spotlights that make these ugly shadows under your eyes. That's what I found really horrible about one studio because all of their photos look terrible. You look like a, a monster just awakened from a grave. Wednesday Adams. <laughs> Wednesday Adams. <laughs> Pretty much. Actually, that's on trend at the moment. That could be your next installation or backdrop. <laughs> That's a vibe. <laughs> and then, you know, like just little things. Like one was really bad located. It was on the first floor and kind of hidden. There was no signage. I, I spent like 20 minutes trying to find a place. So I figured it must be visible. Like, you know, it's good to have a location where people will just walk past and see it. Can you tell us, Eileen, how does a photographer because you have a photography background, don't you? Yeah, but I'm actually not a photographer. Like, I didn't study photography. Oh, okay. But you just like, were you, it was photography was just like a, a hobby for you. Is that correct? Really? So it kind of like my creative journey all started after high school. I started um, studying graphic design because I really like doing something creative. I was actually really interested in interior design as well. Oh, well, there you go. You've come to the right podcast. <laughs> well, my parents told me that you can't make money as an interior designer, so... They're lying. It depends. Actually, it depends on what month it is, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I ended up going to study graphic design and really loved it. And I did an internship after it at a firm working for world-known brands in uh, photo retouching. So they would edit the photos for catalogs like, you know, Audi, the car and, and other kind of big fashion brands. So I really got already into into editing photos there. And then when I moved to Australia, uh, I got a job for the government working as a visual communications officer, which basically is just a fancy word for graphic designer. <laughs> and then they kind of pushed me to take photos or of events and asked me if I could cover cover that part of it and, and it was like you know high people like the premier of south australia and so the pressure is on right wow <laughs> wow yeah gotta get that good angle yeah so i was really like trying to figure out how to take good photos and they actually paid for classes and workshops and so i kind of studied oh, cool. uh, photography from there and then started my own photography business because i really loved it and i really loved taking photos of kids and families that's that's what i mainly did um, because at the time I had my own daughter who was just born. Um, and so I kind of specialized in that and I became really good at it because I was, um, as a photographer, I was really interested in getting photos of the kids with their natural smile because I had taken photos of my family and my, my daughter is extremely shy. So she would always like, you know, look down and, and not smile. And she was like full of life and laughter. And it just didn't represent that in the photos. 
So I was like, how can I change that as a photographer? And so I started incorporating play and fun into my photo shoots. And I would get, you know, uh, playful prompts for the kids to do, like run towards mom and dad or, um, you know, swish them around in a circle and then stop and look at me. Or I had like a whole suitcase full of little things like balloons and bubble, gun, bubble guns and all sorts of things. Oh, cool. And so I had these really genuine photos that I loved and, and kind of ties in with the selfie studio because if you like think about the selfie studio, they're like all the booths are interactive and they have props. So people can actually do something and not just sit there stiff, awkwardly and smile. So it's more like a interactive way of taking photos. Yeah, wow. wow. I love that approach, especially like, because I remember when the one time my family were like, oh my God, let's get professional photos done. I was like, oh gosh, I'm too, I just don't even know how I feel about this. And it was like that, like gawky, like, oh, I'm sitting here in my white clothes and let's all yeah. smile. <laughs> um, and it, it definitely would have loved to be able to have like a bubble gun or something like that. Like, I think that I even just like smiling, thinking that is such a joyful mm. scene. I think that's just such a good idea and a great approach to think, how can I make this more interactive? And like, especially with kids that are a bit shy, like, uh, I just think that's so cute. Yeah, and it makes a difference. Like the parents love the photos, even if they're not perfect, but it shows their real personality and their true self. Yeah, that's awesome. Actually, I did a photo shoot on last on Thursday morning for something completely different, not in relation to this. And it's so true. Like all being in an environment where you just like you naturally not happy to be in front of the camera you have to actually find something to make you smile and be a little bit more natural and organic and it's super hard for people who are not a models or like I said you know be a little bit self-conscious or whatever it might be I really love hearing that with you saying that your spaces are interactive yeah it's the whole point of it is for people to feel a bit more natural and happy and joyful in being in that space and it's going to come out in your photographs I just like yeah, I absolutely yeah. love that. I always have people say um, after they come out of the selfie session saying, oh, that was so much fun. And, you know, I stand at the front desk and I just hear them giggle the whole time and they're, they're, they're having a blast Aww. and they don't even care about the photos in the end. They just want to have fun. That's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Actually, it's so funny because um, uh, I'm coming down. I am coming down in – when am I coming down? Next month. And um, Georgie and I do a photo shoot every well, – only like twice a year, so it's not very often. But we haven't even come come up with a space yet. Maybe we should come and do it at your place. That would yeah. be absolutely fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to take your photos as well. That would be so much fun. Yeah. That would be fabulous. And we've got our Creative Clinks one year, uh, like our birthday anniversary coming up. So that's, uh, yeah, so we're, that, we're going that's to That's definitely to, worth uh, it. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. So that's going to be very fun to get all sorted. But, yeah, so did you say you were from Germany? Yeah, originally I'm from Germany. I was born in Germany, raised in Germany. My dad's Italian and my mom's Russian. And they both moved to Germany in their twenties and then met there. So, and are they are they creative themselves? Like, is that how you were kind of influenced when you were younger to get into the creative space? Yeah, my mom's actually very creative. She's like an artist. She paints and she loves like cooking, which I believe is also kind of a creative task. And mm. gardening and yeah, she's super creative. Eileen, I'm just thinking. So obviously with being such a like a, a new business and it's um infancy still at the moment how do you feel I know you said that you're at the moment installing like a, a bit more of a um event space is that correct 
Yeah, we just launched an, a new kind of party package that is um, yeah. really uh, showing a lot of interest. It's a teen's birthday party package. Um, we call it the Sparkle Perth Birthday Party. And what, what you get is like a three-hour private venue hire. So the, the whole studio is basically reserved for you. And the, the kids or the teenagers get a sparkle face paint kind of like a festival face paint with uh, glitter and sparkles and gemstones. And so make it a bit more fun, you know. And since we launched it, we had like so many inquiries. We're like getting flooded and we even had to turn people down because the the weekend was already booked out. So, yeah, it seems to be a big hit for teenagers, especially girls, teenager girls. Like they're too old for kind of the trampoline places. To celebrate a birthday, yeah, but they yep. are kind of too young to go to the pub. Yeah, <laughs> so it's where so do they good go? They've been able to find that gap and then cater to that. And they all love, like you know, being on social media and, and posting selfies. And you have like twenty perfect backdrops for photos to remember the day. And what kind of research did you do in regards to saying, okay, these are the backdrops that I definitely want to include? that, yeah, you thought we're going to be the most effective and where people would take the most amount of photos? Mm, I was just trying to kind of think outside the box. Like, what can you not easily take a photo at? Like, what's hard to to do at home? Because, you know, all these people say, oh, I can take my selfies at home with just a flower wall or whatever. But then, like, for example, my airplane lounge, I have like a booth. I love that one. Yeah, have That's you seen it? <laughs> It's, it's supposed to be like a VIP or first class uh, business lounge. So I imported the, the windows. They're actually real airplane windows from, um, from a recycled airplane. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, I imported them from America. And yeah, I thought that would be not that easy to take a photo in, like a business airplane lounge. So. And did you um, do all the set yourself? Like, did you construct all that kind of thing yourself as well? Well, I actually did a lot of work in here myself because there's wow. certain tasks that, you know, you can't get a, a tradie to do because it's creative or whatever other reason. Mm. Um, so you have to do it yep. yourself if you want or not. So I had yep. to figure out a lot on how to do it. But I did have some some professional help from tradies to build the walls and lay the electricity, like all the kind of dangerous stuff that you know, you can't really do yourself. And, you know, there's a little bit of regulations involved, yeah. you know, safety. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Just slightly. Yep, yep. <laughs> What's been your most popular one to date? Um, definitely the money room at the front. For those that don't know, it's it's like a, like a money heist room with a, a bank vault door. And in front is like a chair with a little table and there's, and the room's covered in monies. There's like a little gun where you can shoot the money. So it's kind of the most interactive one. And people just love shooting money at themselves and, you know. I love that. That is great. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, I think this is a quite a smart like business model, right? Because essentially your customers are being your own marketing because they're putting these selfies up on social media, which, you know, social media at the moment is is basically every single small business is on social media. Was that something that, you know, you intentionally thought about or you were like, hey, this is actually really good because I can just constantly repost all my, my customers' own content. Yeah. And then maybe in the same time, you don't have to be creating as much yourself. Have people really embraced the idea of, of I guess, also being, I guess, a bit of a poster child in your own business by, you know, you reposting their photos and that kind of thing? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, um, it's actually something that I only kind of um, realized afterwards that um, I kind of uh, put a poster up in the studio saying that, you know, if you tag us, we'll choose someone to win a $200 voucher for Amazon. But then people don't tag us in the actual photo. They, t- they tag us in the post so it doesn't come up on our profile. Yeah. You know how you oh, have that third okay. column on Instagram? Yes. Yeah. So that's where it actually should be. So I could like find those people that tag us. So not everyone does that. Mm. Yeah. I think word of mouth is definitely like the, the best marketing anyway, because it's like a, a trust. I find here it's like, even though it's quite large, it's still such a small town environment and that word of mouth. And like you said, it's that big trust value. How did you guys hear about us actually? Was it word of mouth or... I found you, no, I found you, like not even in Newcastle, I found you kind of by accident when I was like, just like searching for things to do in Newcastle when I come down, right? Because I'm down there for a wedding with some family and that kind of thing. And then obviously I always come and see Georgie and, and I was just like Googling things because everyone's like, well, I'm actually, funnily enough, I was born in Newcastle. So there we go. So we are actually oh. all Newcastrians. <laughs> Illuminati. But- oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, everyone's like, well, Barbie, you know, you're originally from Newcastle. I'm like, oh, that was a long time ago. What can we do? And I came across somehow this article um, about you, which was like, I don't know if it was like a blog post or something. And that's why I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even know this existed. And yeah, that's how we came across you. That's that's cool. There you go. So, yeah, word, well, word of mouth, any kind of media, obviously, it's, it's, it's streaming across Australia. So you've been found. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Georgie, I'm thinking maybe, so I don't know if you know too much about um, our podcast, Eileen, but we actually ask our guests three questions and every guest is um, asked the same questions. This year we have changed our questions. So you will be the second guest who will um, be asked these three new questions, which we, we love these questions, by the way. Everyone says they're great questions. So Georgie, would you like to start with the first question? Yes, and I actually have the questions in front of me for once. So, so do I. I'm prepared, by the way. So our first question is, um, is there something that you'd like to try this year but you haven't worked up the courage to do yet? So, yeah, there is actually. I want to um, jump off a plane. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Do it. I've done it and it's amazing. Because I, I heard it's like it's like getting reborn from all the adrenaline that runs through your body. It's terrifying for me just thinking of it, but I think I might give it a go. I think you should definitely do it. I've done it and like exactly it. It's the adrenaline of like working yourself up to do it and then you're up on the plane and then you're waiting to jump out. And then once you kind of get out, it's like this, I don't know, all I know how to describe it is like this like breath of like a release. Mm. So it's exactly like that. It is just like, and then you just, then you get the adrenaline again once you finally land back on earth and you just like, it's just something, even if you just do it once in your life, you will never regret it. So yeah. I'm all about trying new things and overcoming your fears because I think that you can grow. Because, like, if you if you have fears and, and you're not going ahead with it, like, you're holding yourself back and you never know what you're actually capable of. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's interesting you say that because, I mean, is that is that part of, like, maybe why you decided also to start a business? Like, anyone starting a new business, right, it's scary, isn't it? Mm. It's like you have this huge fear based around... It's always either A, can I afford it? You know, financially, can I do this? You know, B, do I have the support? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's exactly the same kind of thing, really, about, you know, having fear and just trying to overcome it until you just go, that's it, I'm doing it. Yeah. Well, I'm actually still having fear. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Seriously, I, I feel like that every day in my life with business, mm. especially. So that's just part of it. I yeah. Honestly, and I think if you don't, didn't have that, like, that, I'm not going to say fear of failure, but it kind of is, it's got that in the background, like, Oh shit, I have a mortgage to pay. Mm. I've got to feed my daughter. Shit, I gotta feed my kids. <laughs> yeah, I gotta feed yeah. my kids. Like literally. Then if 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 you didn't have that fear, it probably wouldn't push yeah, it probably wouldn't push you as, as far as it as it has now. So okay, I'm taking a risk and but I know it's gonna be worth it in the end. So that's my business analogy for a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> I'm finding that quite enlightening. <laughs> I do say so myself. <laughs> Barbie's wise words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my wise words for uh, well, quarter to five in the afternoon. Um, I love that answer. So that's, yeah, that's a great answer. Um, question number two, what is one thing this year that you will implement to help you grow personally or professionally? Mm, hiring staff. Yeah, right. Do you do a lot by yourself at the moment? Yeah, I've been doing like everything by myself and it's, it's you. It's, I'm like at a point where it's impossible and I also want to have a life, you know, with my kids and family. And so I think because I'm like a little bit of a control freak, so I don't want to like, you know, give away everything and then trust someone. But then at the same time, I think I realized that it's actually going to help and just need to find the right person, I guess. That's great for being a business that's like, what would you say? You've been open for three months and you're already going, oh my gosh, I need to hire someone. Like, that's amazing. So obviously you're doing so well and people are resonating with what you're doing. So um, yeah, props to you for, for, you know, taking it on and and deciding and then also going, actually, hang on, I need help because that is such a hard thing to yeah. do. Can empathize with the control freakness, like you're you're preaching to another sister who's got control issues. Me too. Me too. Control freak here. <laughs> I'm trying to let go of it. I don't know if it's that easy though. Oh yeah, no. It's it's. I've tried to be like, now nah, let's be chill, let's be chill, and in my head I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then especially it's like something kind of important. It's like your baby, you know. So you like want things like someone to do the things the same way you do and then if you're not there you don't know how they do it so it's like oh yeah good good on you for doing that and uh, honestly yeah if that's going to help you have a a more kind of like balanced life which but georgie and i talk about all the time with like trying to find balance within do you reckon we'd find it no yeah (laughs) you know if that's what it takes for you to do it and you know you're probably your business will be taken to the to the next level as well i'd say if um if you did something like that too hiring staff yeah it's such a personal thing it's not just professional like it is personal to to feel like you said to have trust and let go of that control that we we so desperately want to hold on to so yeah you know people actually bring other things to the table that other skills that you not might have so that might be beneficial as well for growth yeah a hundred percent and they might come up with this like amazing idea of some new backdrop that you haven't thought of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might become like your your new money room that you've currently yeah. got <laughs> All right. So question number three, what's a fun fact about yourself that not many people know and you're willing to share with us? 
Mm, that's a hard one. A fun fact. And it has to be fun too, because the last time when I asked Georgie this question, we asked each other these questions. She said, oh, I've been stabbed. And so that's not really a fun fact. <laughs> fun fact, probably um, we've got a Labrador and he snores extremely loud. Like he's lying on the floor and, and you can just hear him in the other room. And the fun fact is I actually snore louder than the dog. <laughs> That's what my, my partner used to say. So. <laughs> I snore too. So there's my other fun fact too. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. My husband says he's lucky he's deaf in one ear. Can he, so he can just roll over to the ear that actually works. So he can't hear me at night when I'm snoring my head off. So there you go. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Because sometimes I'm like, I'm super embarrassed to tell people I snore. But I'm like, no, I'm here just to admit it. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> you all know about this little secret now. <laughs> Eileen, it has been so much fun to have you on. I'm so I'm so gr- grateful that I just accidentally stumbled upon you because honestly, that's probably where we find our best guests anyway. It's just like I don't know you, but you just look awesome, and I saw you online, and <laughs> and let's chat. So thank you. <laughs> where can everyone find you? Um, so I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, the tag, our tag, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Yes. Uh, a handle. Uh, handle. Is it a handle? It's got a handle, I think. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I should know that. Yeah. Our handle is shameless underscore selfie underscore studio. And then we also have a website. It's uh, shameless hyphen selfie studio.com.au. Lovely. Or on Hunter Street, obviously, just walking by next to the Crown Hotel. Awesome. Cool. Yay! Amazing! Oh. Thank you so much. And yes, I do feel like Georgie. We need to come down. And I'm so do excited. I'm there. so jaded. Ah! Like, yeah, I hope you will come. I'm, I'm here waiting. I'll because be waiting. Because we were for talking you. about we need to do something special for our first birthday. So this could be pretty much almost it. Maybe I'm thinking. Well, there's one last thing we have to ask you, which we ask every mm-hmm. single person, <laughs> and it's very special to us. So we hope that you do this. Eileen from the Shameless Selfie Studio in beautiful Newcastle. Can we get a whoop whoop? (laughs) 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 I hang on. I can do it again. (laughs) You're overthinking it. (laughs) I'm ready. For now, we'll leave you with that and have a great week. Cheers.